Hello. Hello. Welcome. To X to the Zennial. <laughs> you did even good day, good morning, all the things. Well, Buenos noches at the end. Uh, okay. <laughs> she usually starts with good evening. And I'm like, that. Good then, morning. At a certain point, you were like, yeah, that's only, I mean, whenever people listen to us, we're just going to greet them. And I was like, uh. <laughs> How are you doing, everyone? Hello. They Again, they can hear us, but can I hear them? I know. Okay. It's still so important to ask these questions. Fair. Make you feel warm and fuzzy. I, it's weird when you do it for me, but oh, I, yeah. it's fine. It's because I'm making direct eye contact with you. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> direct. There's that too. You're just very intense there, Kat. So, Stella, what have you been up to? So many things. <clears throat> Tell us. Um, well, I just got back from vacation, so I had been quarantining. Mm. Um, oh. I went on a trip to San Diego, and that was awesome. Um, I broke my ankle two days before I went. <sighs> <laughs> Tell us how you did that. Well, you know, exercise, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, but when you step off a curb to go across the street, you have to, I don't know, do something different because I broke my fucking ankle. Like not leave your ankle and your foot on the edge I of the It was a whole curb. thing. Fortunately, I had done three miles and I was two blocks from the house. <gasps> so I just had to walk the two blocks, take a shower, take myself to, oh, by the way, just to plug, Presbyterian... ED, the Presbyterian Now on Torres and uh, Western Trails, amazing. Oh, super helpful. I was in and out in an hour and 15 minutes. Oh my gosh. That never happens. That doesn't happen. No, but it's a whole emergency mm. room situation. And they took an x ray, they got me a boot, they got me out of there. It was great. That's awesome. So you went to San Diego with a broken ankle. That foot. is correct. Yes, I did. Tell us about San Diego. San Diego's amazing because it's San Diego and it's by the ocean and my sister knows all the great places to get food. Um, really amazing pizza. Oh. We had Euros. We had Chinese food. Really traveled the globe there. That was amazing. I love it. Yeah, I got to see my sister. My other sister, my sister from Nebraska, came to meet me in California. That was cool. We rented a convertible Camaro. Oh, that was amazing. So we had a really good time. That sounds amazing. I love it. Totally worth the quarantine after the vacay, right? Yes, 100%. It was totally worth like that self-isolation that we have to do once we travel. Um, so that sounds great. So what was your favorite thing that you did there or the most favorite thing you saw? Uh, good question. Um, I got to swim three times. I hadn't had to got, hadn't gotten to do that. Um, so I went swimming three times. I went to Cabrillo and I saw two lighthouses. That makes me very happy. Um, and then the convertible. Like it was just it was incredible. Convertible. They're so fun. Dude, legit. Did you wear a scarf to hold your hair? No, I wore a baseball cap. Oh, okay, sorry. I was just like romanticizing it. Marilyn Monroe. I was romanticizing it. I know, that's exactly what you would do. No, I, I wore a baseball cap, uh, lots of sunscreen. Love it. Um, yeah, that's cool. And I love my sisters so much. Yeah, just having that unifying your family yeah. all together. Absolutely. And spend time with everyone. Yeah, so it was awesome. I love so, it. So, what have you been up to? Because you've been doing things as well. Uh, well, I don't know if I told everybody this, but I did close on a house. You did. Three weeks ago. And then you moved in. And then I moved in. Right. But I didn't just move in. Like, I moved in. Like, I she even... is legit set up. I am set And did landscaping. I have the most incredible enclosed 
patio courtyard. It is beautiful. Ever. And it took me three days. No, I have not slept. No, I have slept since. My first week in the house, I didn't really sleep because I just wanted everything. I was right. just so excited. But you did see, you said you slept well while you well, were there. Yes. When I awesome. slept, well, I slept good. Yes. But I did a lot of work. I'm loving it. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I know that I had spoke on the cast how nervous I was about owning a home and right. how scary that is. And well, it's not once you just do it. It's yeah. really not that scary. It's pretty amazing. Right? I mean, there's a lot of work. You've got to meet a lot of tradespeople who do trees and plumbing and all the things. Yes, I have. I have gotten to engage with our community. Yes, of, stimulating uh, the economy by paying Stimulating the economy, not just by buying a home, but also by replacing my garage door. That's right. By also, um, what else have I done? <laughs> I um, ended up having to get some trees removed okay. in the yard because they're just too big. And then, um, and they're presenting a problem, or they could present a problem because of roots. So I'm sure. learning too about like a lot of things. Like I'm learning how to be an arborist. Right. That's neat. Yep. Good skill. Sure. Of course. You're getting your pipes cleaned out. Oh, I got my pipes cleaned out. <laughs> not he in came a sexy and way. Rooted those, and it was not sexy, and it cost me. Yes. Well, see. It's I've never paid for my pipes to be cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's not a service. So, speaking of learning, yes. we have some incredible guests this evening. We do. All We're right. Very excited. So, my guests, please introduce yourselves. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm Ashley Wagner with Nuevo Medico CBD. Hi, I'm uh, Anthony Wagner. I'm also with Nuevo, Medi Nuevo Medico CBD, <laughs> plus, I'm with Wagner Farms in awesome. Corrales. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about. How did I met Ashley? Yeah. That's... I started following her on Instagram huh? <laughs> years ago, and I don't even know how. I don't know. I was really into, like, the Western fashion thing for a long time, and I still am. But then, you know, my family has been farming for over 100 years here in New Mexico along That's the awesome. Rio Grande. And so it's always just, you know, kind of been in the background, been in my blood. I started another venture doing farm to table, and then hemp became legalized, and my dad kind of nudged me and said, hey, we should get in on this. And here we are, oh <laughs> a year God. later, over a year later. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And yeah. why did you nurture? What was your what was Well, your I was hearing so much about it like two years ago. It was, I don't know, it was just sounded like a big thing that everybody was wanting to get into. Sure. And we thought, well, let's give it a try. I've been planting fruits and vegetables for, oh, forever, you know. Uh, yeah. Like she said, we've been farming and Corrales Socorro over a hundred years nice. and I actually retired. I worked for the Sandia National Laboratory for okay. over 30 years wow. and I retired in 2016 and came on the farm full time and I wanted to do something with the family and I thought well that's something <laughs> let's try it out. I don't know how we're gonna do but it'll get all my kids together yeah. and we'd all work how on. You so I actually have five kids <laughs> okay, that's awesome. and got yeah. most of them involved with this adventure and you know we've been at it now for actually about a year and a half now that's awesome. and we planted like 1500 plants uh, 
Um, I would say a year and a half ago, okay. and uh, and we harvested them, and we didn't know what to really do with them because mm -hmm. everybody was planning. There was like over wow. 400 uh, hemp licenses in the state, oh, wow. so a lot of hemp was grown the last year. Yeah. So we really didn't know where where to go, what to do with it, and we ended up getting together with this uh, extraction company, more or less, okay. that were growing hemp, and that's what we decided to do uh, to make the oil and the salve. Awesome. Wow. That's really cool. That is really yeah. neat. And how did you, when your dad presented this to you, Ashley, what did you, what was your reaction? Were you just like, I have a really cool dad? <laughs> well, <laughs> or, or were you like, uh, dad, we need to talk about something? I knew I had a really cool dad. I mean, the venture was kind of interesting because he is so straight-laced. I mean, he worked for the federal government right, for, yeah, years, for 30 years. So, I mean, the man doesn't even curse. Although, maybe privately. Privately with my friends. Not in front of me. But he had actually been um, advocating for the legalization of hemp. Um, before it became legal, I don't know, a year or two with yes. a bunch of other local farmers around the state because he thought it would be a great way to bring money into the state, help small farmers, um, mm -hmm. help people go into agriculture because that's one of the main problems in agriculture is attracting young farmers. Um, and then when Although it there did, has been a big movement for farms lately, hasn't there? Um, for people to get more into making things and farming things themselves. Yeah, it's like the hipsters really like to get dirty. I don't know. Right, yeah. and I I completely agree. Like a lot of the smaller farms, like one of the main issues that they face though is access to land. Sure. When they're yeah. young, they don't have the capital for that. Yeah. Um. So there's a host of issues. I mean, the average age of a farmer is like in their 60s or something. Mm -hmm. So oh. it's an industry where we need to attract more people. Yes. So he really was advocating for it for a few different reasons. So then when he mentioned he wanted to get in, but didn't really know you know, how he was going to do it or what the next steps were. I'm like, well, dad, let's chat. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. Let's put our heads together. And so um, that's what we did. So how did you, so you had the conversation. So that started the ball rolling, right? Yes. And then what were the next, so you have the farm, so you had the land, right? So right. that was already done. So what were your next steps? Well, I had a couple acres that I wasn't doing anything with it. And I said, well, let's just start small. A lot of my other friends were even going a little bit, uh, bigger than that. Uh, my nephew was doing it, my brother. We all decided to try it in different, we were trying it different ways, from seeds, from seedlings. I went and bought clones. Okay. And I tried it with when clones. Clones, say more words. Clones was hard. It was harder because they they grew them. I bought them from some greenhouse, and it's you know just a plant and uh, um, with the roots. So it was it like a cutting from a plant? Sort of or like a cutting okay. or whatever. Yes, and I planted. And rooted, and it's like it's just like a baby baby little hemp plant. Yeah, so and it's it has roots, and then uh, I never really had done that before. We'd so always done seed on the farm. Always okay. seed to plant all and my always stuff. Always in the ground because a lot of people do different things like hydroponically and all this yes. stuff. Yes, so you guys do in the ground. Outside, the ground. yeah, outside, not in a greenhouse, yeah. just outside in the ground in rows. Sure. And we just planted it all and we flood irrigated and it's not even on drip or anything like that. Okay. And uh and oh it was it was a lot of work. It was not an easy <laughs> no, it's 
like you know, we've, we're used to planting chili and corn and all these other vegetables. Yeah. Hemp was a little different. It took a lot of care. They told people that you just throw the seeds and it's going to grow. That's and not true. That's not true. <laughs> was that like at a conference that you went to where they just said throw it out there? We like, went and heard a lot of different people oh, talking the, okay. the year before. There was Department of Ag. Sure. We went to a lot of different workshops just to hear about it. And these are already part of because of the farm, right? Right. Okay. So we already knew people. But, I mean, the crowd for hemp is a little bit different. It's different. And the sure. thing, one of our main struggles was there is a lot of misinformation out there. And I would say getting into the new industry, there was a lot of people trying to make a quick buck and take advantage of small farmers. Okay. So finding good seed. So when you plant hemp, you have to plant the female seeds because if you plant the males you know they it all turns into marijuana so yeah. there's a difference between uh cbd and then the thc or the psychoactive parts so female is just cbd no psychoactive is that correct that is correct so cbd is not going to get you um high it'll <laughs> give you all the other beautiful benefits but without the high okay. but when you grow this you're growing it with the state coming in to check your sure. plants you have to have it tested and uh, you're... Do they gender it? Like, how does that work? Do you, yeah, like, lift up a leaf? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to check your roots. <laughs> see if you're a boy or a girl. Like, how does that... Well, you, just, you, well, you know, when I bought my clones, it was all supposed to be feminized. That's yeah. what I paid for, feminized clones. Okay. Some people bought seed, just seed, and it was all mixed up. And there's no way to know so, you couldn't tell you when you buy the seed. until it grows, and then as it starts developing male characteristics, you just have to pull it up. But that's very risky. But okay. if you if you don't get it out of there, it'll all go hot, and you'll have to destroy oh, your field. It'll all go hot? Yeah, it, it, goes, all, it turns into the THC. The THC level goes up. Okay, Above legal limits. if it's all growing and you don't take the males plants out, right? then it all gets potentially turned into THC. Yes. Correct. Okay. And you have to destroy it. <laughs> yeah, we had ours we had ours tested it? like two or three times down the line. Oh wow. And when I finally did the last test, I was right at the limit. You had to be a 0.3% THC. Okay. So if I would have went above that, I would have probably had and that's to That's illegal, right? That like, would have been illegal. Okay. They would have made us destroy our our crop. Wow. So it was a lot of work. Every week we had to be hoeing this field. If I didn't hold the hemp every week, my weeds were... There's a lot going on. The weeds would take over our whole field and we oh, wouldn't wow. have anything. Oh, Ashley was out there hoeing every so that's, week. That's a yeah. and, my bro and her brothers. investment of, of time and effort... You're working this very hard for maybe a questionable return, yeah? That is correct. Yes, yeah. um, it's a heavy investment of time, heavy investment of capital. I mean, the seeds and the clones were not cheap. Okay. And then, you know, a the lot license, of... The license. The and then also... Um, I don't know. Did it's, you get special was, equipment also? Or did the equipment that you already had for the farming that you were already doing, did that work out? Or did um, you have to get special? We uh, used one of our tractors to cultiv cultivate at times the weeds. But then also the testing. So how does that work? 
you have to call out the Department of Agriculture okay. to so come they test. Do the right. Do you have to pay for that? Well, they, they had some sites that we would go to to get a test. Okay. They had like two or three companies that they recommended we'd have to go to to have it tested. Okay. But then, then the last time they came out, and they they gathered our our marijuana our uh, I mean our hemp. They gathered <laughs> our hemp. They destroyed the marijuana. Yeah. They gathered our hemp and they uh, they put it all together and they send it to a lab okay. to get it tested because that way they verify it all. So how long was this process to one buy the clones or the seeds to grow that initial? Watch. We we, uh, we planted the clones in the end of June and the end of September. We were harvesting it, or we had it tested. Oh, this year, or last year. It would have been last the year, year before. Okay. I didn't plant this year. I was still. We're still Dealing working with, the with stuff the, from last year. We have year to before. unload all of our merchandise from last year, so. Okay. And yeah. after it all said and done, we probably had uh, after harvesting. Getting all the flour, we probably had about 300 pounds. Okay. Of wow. And that's live plants like that plant. Live plants, so yeah. Water and all dry. The things, and then you have to dehydrate it or dry it down, yes? It, so, yeah, yeah, we shucked it off of um, the branches, and so you the just stems. have barrels and barrels of like flour. Leaf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. And that that's, that's so before you can do anything with it, right? I mean, we could have sold it. Um, you know, by the flour, if we wanted to do that, by the pound. But, I mean, there's always a risk that if you hold on to it, it the THC levels will keep rising. Okay. And so we ended up just processing all of our stuff. Okay. We didn't want to be out of compliance in any way. So sure. we worked out some kind of deal with this extraction company. Okay. And then we were able to get it to... What you see here okay. to product, and we'll post pictures. Um, but we've Absolutely. got an oil, like a tincture. Is that what that is? This is or not is a tincture. Oil? This is the oil. Okay. So this is just um, the full spectrum CBD, MCT oil, and some hemp oil. And then of course we have the levels. So this is a 300 milligram. It has 194 milligrams of CBD. Okay. So. And it's in an MCT oil as the base. Uh, yeah, it's in an MCT oil, and yeah, okay, it's good stuff. We don't add sweeteners, um, nothing preservatives, added to it. nothing. It's just good. And good is it stuff. a topical? It is a sublingual. You can use it how? So Ooh. for the I know we're all over. We got it. Just tell me time out. you guys know. So <laughs> I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I so do questions for a living. But go we're going to start going into talking about okay. the medicinal purposes and uses of CBD. So okay. these are, um, you know, there is a disclosure on the bottle, as there are all bottles about the FDA. So yes. you can go ahead and you can read that. But this is from our perspective, yes. from our personal use. From and none of us are in the medical none field. None of us are physicians, and yeah. we are not prescribing. But no. we, are we are giving our anecdotal information. Absolutely. And we um, are going to be expressing our own personal opinions, but absolutely. we are not, not physicians' opinions. Right. Yes. So correct. We want to make sure to, to say that, mostly because we have lots of people that listen to our podcast. Um, I am a mental health clinician. I have, uh, but my background is in mental health. That does not make me a doctor. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And you do vocational stuff? I do vocational and work rehabilitation. In the I work with a lot in the medical, but I am not a medical physician, licensed medical physician. Thank okay. you. Okay. Right. So we just want to say that out loud before we go any further. So let's Would talk you? about more CBD. Yay! Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, uh, all right. Good. <laughs> so we have in front of us, we were talking about the tincture. Or the oil. The oil. The oil. CBD oil. Yeah, so the oil... Um, 
we recommend that you use it every day. Usually it takes a couple weeks to really get into your system. You can use it topically, you can ingest it. But personally, what I do, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm a hemp farmer. But <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I will put a dropper in my tea or my coffee in the morning, or I will just put it under my tongue for like 90 seconds, hold it, and then I'm good to go. You do that once a day. And what do you take it for? I take it for anxiety. Okay. Um, I've always had panic attacks. <laughs> I also take it to help me sleep. That works really well if I take a dropper before bed, if I'm feeling, you know, wired. Um, so, yeah, that's what I use it for. It's awesome. good. I'm using the salve on my arm. I have a messed up arm here, and it seems to help me a little, you know. I, I have well, we just got it recently, so I've been using it. And... Um, just, I try to use it for like just pain and okay. I don't know, maybe arthritis I have in my arm just to, I don't know. Are you to kidding? See. You're a young man. I know. I, I don't know. Ten years ago, I, I, I messed up this arm in a rollover accident. Oh, I goodness. pretty much lost this arm and they wow. put it together. It broke in like 80 pieces yeah. or something. But I'm moving it. I, I can use it. But now in the summer, you know, I'm doing lifting and all that. So I'm using it and it sort of hurts so I'm, i've been trying uh some Actually, of this sav on here really high for when you get to be more mature <laughs> but I, I know exactly <laughs> like, i just keep lifting and doing stuff but i just Growing seem to use it and, <laughs> and it seems to give me a little relief but okay. you know i'm just trying it now you sure. know that we got it so it you know that's pretty much what i'm using the product for now and okay. i'm going to start trying to use it like she says for sleeping and Okay. Things like that, but you know, I don't know what all it helps, but I know, you know, it does give you some relief, some relief on my arm at okay. least. So that's another, what I'm using it. Another thing I'll say is, I recently found out that I have endometriosis. I just thought that that was normal for women sure. to have such pain every month. I didn't realize. Um, but I noticed like if I use um, some of the oil, it will reduce the amount of ibuprofen that I have to take. So it helps with the kind so. of inflammatory pain? Exactly. Okay. It just helps like calm everything down. And sure. so, I mean, I still take ibuprofen, but I don't have to take as much. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So That's fantastic. Yeah, so it is, I, I know of the things of CBD, of the things, I'm, I'm not an expert, Helps with the anxiety. It mm -hmm. helps with inflammation. Helps if you with have, sleep. It helps with sleep. Which is anxiety related. <laughs> right, can be. Yep. I'm not that there thinker. Yep. Um, and <laughs> well, mm. don't ever shut up. Oh. Yeah. Um, you just called it a thinker. Yeah, this is what I lay awake at night thinking about. But then I'm using my CBD instead. There you go. And All right. I sleep and dreams. Exactly. Oh, great. Um, but it can help with depression it can help yeah. with inflammation it can help with i've been just told it's really just kind of a miracle i don't know what to call it situate plant it's a miracle plant right. yeah. and it helps with so many things absolutely and we've discussed it before on the podcast and absolutely. talking about we've mentioned it and i take it for my anxiety i've taken it historically in the past mm. one of the reasons that we recommend it a lot is because and and i know you guys are still kind of learning the regulations and all the things but we for are. in our experience yes it is legal, yes. right? Because yes. it doesn't have the psychoactive properties of THC. Mm -hmm. People are not getting high from it. Right. Um, I know that I've gone to a couple different boutiques and bought like the vape juice mm -hmm. um, mm. or the oil. I know I, I have been using it um, in a salve on my ankle 
to help with the inflammation nice. on and off with um, Arnica, which is helpful. And it's helped you. It has. It has made a huge difference um, because I don't like to take medication. Right. Yeah. Um, and so using that topical um, kind of ointment does help with the pain. Um, so we do, I recommend it a lot to my clients because it is legal, right? Yep. You yes. can go, I mean, you can get it at the goddamn gas station. Well, yeah, you don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to sure. say, okay, I'm having a problem with anxiety. The thought of going to the doctor gives me more anxiety. The thought sure. of walking into the doctor's office gives me anxiety. I'm just not going to go to the doctor and I'm not going to deal with this, right. right? So this is a way to access something that is going to help yep. yeah. bring down those levels. Will it cure your anxiety? No. But it will definitely make it more manageable. And that's sure. something that we talk about a lot on the podcast is what are your skills? How mm -hmm. are you learning your skills? If you're too anxious to learn your skills, how, yeah. how are you going to develop these skills? So this is something that will take the edge off of off of that anxiety Absolutely. to help even in a counseling session. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think, too, um, I love that you guys are local, right? That you've lived oh. in New Mexico. Yes. You've been farming <laughs> in New Mexico for 100 years. Um, Thank you. Those things are really fantastic, and especially in kind of that verdant land right on the Rio Grande, right. um, which is why people came here. <laughs> we did it all organically, no pesticides, Amazing. nothing on this. I mean, the field isn't certified organic, but okay. we practice we, we those natural this. practices. We um, well, we used uh, diatomaceous earth. Is what right. I use for any of the bugs that I would see on there. Well, it's some kind of organic type uh, fertilizer that you could use, and it would help. It would kill the bugs. Uh, okay. It's not on any kind of regular chemical or anything like that. Do you blend it into the earth that's already there? Actually, or I do would you put it on top. I would just like sprain it on or okay. whatever right and on the plants. right on the plants and okay. it seemed to kill the bugs. I did uh and then also fertilizers. I'd put natural fertilizers on the on the plants also. Okay. That was to, to for the growth. Sure. I used natural fertilizers okay. like fish oil and different things oh, for wow. so, so I was using all natural stuff. Love it. Yeah. We and just then really out hoeing the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Bring our brothers. Right. So I mean, we really believe that you know people are going to be ingesting this stuff or sure. taking it medicinally, perhaps. Um, and or so putting we it on their skin, putting like, on their skin. And so we really firmly believe that we needed to produce a product that was as natural as possible without any anything that could potentially be harmful. So yeah, he'd be out there fertilizing and all the plants, and me and my brothers would be out there. And actually, these. the diatomaceous <laughs> earth is a powder. Okay. It's a powder, the diatomaceous earth. So you put it on. And I just put it on the plants. I sprinkled on the plants. Yeah. And the the nitrogen was a spray for okay. fertilizer spray, gotcha. but yeah, that was a powder that died to me. And so again, we talk about the investment mm -hmm. of putting hey. all this work. Because then you had like the licensing. How long did the licensing process? Because we talked about that just a little bit ago that you had to get yeah. these licenses. Did you have to get more than one? And one license for okay. the okay. Department of Ag for the year I was planning. Mm -hmm. If I choose to plant this year again, then I'll need to get a. Another license. Okay. So it was for that crop, and I needed it. And, and do you have to have any kind of certifications it. to be able to grow these things? Um, no, Just we didn't. Well, that's good. 
That's really yeah, I don't think so. The we license didn't, you have to have. You have to have a license okay. to grow it. Uh-huh. And the license was like around $700 Whoa. to okay. get the license. And is it and per crop or per acre or how does that work? I don't know. It was pretty much for our crop that we had. Um, I think uh, they might have let you if you were within a certain amount of uh, uh, maybe within a mile or two, you might be able to have another field. You just okay. have to report it. It'll be like a little additional charge. Gotcha. But if it's pretty far away, you'd have to get another license. Okay. If it's in another county or another city. So even city. if it's like Wagner or this separate Yeah, entity, I could have did it, yeah. It, grew somewhere else, you'd have to get a different Get a different license, license. Depending yes. Depending on the mileage, how far mm -hmm. away it was. Okay. Yeah, I think they allowed what, one or two miles, I think. Okay. Between your fields. A lot's happened since then. But, <laughs> As you can tell, we're A lot like, of changes you have to keep we're, up. We're and a bottle now. We're not yeah. growing again. <laughs> a lot. Well, we'll grow again next season, I would imagine. But, but I can imagine the learning curve, just having to learn all the things. Oh my gosh. And then when the day that we planted all of the clones, we had to hand water each single plant. It all was the little babies. All each the, one. Yeah, like 1,500 plants oh because gosh. it was so hot. And so. Once you plant, yeah. We didn't have like a big source of water next to us. So we just were taking buckets and dumping them like in the. Or filling and them up and then, you, you know, have, like, dumping them over each plant. gallon, like, tanks or where was your water coming from? Well, or? fill up 50-gallon tanks yeah. and, and then haul the water in. But, you know, we depend, what's risky, we depend on irrigation from the ditches. Yeah. Sure. Right. And I would only get water, you know, once a week like or the even. Kwando, like, whenever it's, like, high or uh, rising. Yeah. So if I didn't have water, yeah, well, we'd have had to have been doing it all by hand, of course. Sure. but. It's it's tough with flood irrigation how we do it, so I, we have to get water every week for the first two couple months, okay. and then you know normal schedules every other week. Okay. So you know well, it's then tough. Then we drought in the desert. <laughs> so we This year is bad with water. Sure. We already they already turned off water on us for our whole farm. Oh so my we. Goodness. So, you know, we're losing our last fields right now because wow. of no water. Okay. So, you know, it's a drought this year. I hope next year's better. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Well, and having, having the experience of farming on your land for as long as you have, like, you understand right. that that's a risk. Um, so I can imagine that also went into the planning and thinking about starting this new venture. But there's a lot yeah. of people, they come in with not having any experience. They, it was a big wake-up call. At least we, we had an idea with farming. Yeah. Right. And, and you had to go out and put out the work. Sure. If you're not going to be hoeing and what have you, and to take care of your crops, fertilize it, and water it when you need to. Sure. Or even just knowing that the... the kind of life cycle of a plant this is right. amazing yeah. for you guys it was we learned so much we learned, people yeah. said it's like chili i mean i guess there's similarities but i feel like this was still harder it was tougher okay. it was more labor intensive but well, it was a labor of love right? a labor of love now you're at just a beautiful product and, and distribution labeling and you have distribution going on and you found the extraction person. So tell us a little bit about that extraction because you've mentioned it a few times. So you have somebody that's extracting. So you harvest the girls. Flower. Flower. The, the flower. The ladies. Yes. And you take the ladies to extraction. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. 
from like from there, what do they do? Did they dry and then press it? Let's find out. I know. I'm so excited. I'm not an expert in the extraction process. We are going with a local company that started up at the same time we did. They're in the South Valley, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know they take it to wax first, and then it's a couple week process to make it into oil. But I'm not the expert on that. I'm the grower. It was was. hard, and I think a lot of the hemp growers all had that problem. They couldn't find nobody to process their hemp, and we lucked out that we knew somebody, and they started up with it, and they they offered to take ours in and do it, and of course, you know, we had to negotiate that. So this is another roadblock for Mm -hmm. farmers getting into the hemp business is because it is extremely expensive to process your hemp. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you either have to pay up front or work out some kind of deal. But, um, you know, if you've already invested a lot of money and maybe you've already lost it, you know, maybe like 30% of your plants and then the market was flooded with the hemp flowers on top of it. So that was one of the problems we faced is we couldn't like sell our hemp flowers because the market was just saturated with all the new hemp farmers so we kind of we didn't really have a choice we had to process Mm -hmm. to see what we could do as far as a product line um but that is a big roadblock because we did yeah we did take it to distributor and they couldn't really do anything with it they didn't make any sales there was just too much out there all they everyone wanted money right yeah the way that it they couldn't sell it you know they so you had to put it into a product that could then, and again, investment of money, time, resources, all of those things. Exactly. So every step of the way, there's just more money. More, <laughs> more money you got to put out, whether sure. you make it into the, you're going to crude, or and there's money going to crude, and then there's money going into distill it or, or isolate, you know, okay. the different CBDs that you come up with. And each step of the way costs money, but we were lucky that we found this one company. Awesome. And at least they went all the way with us with this, and they still have a lot of our product yet, but, you know, we did part of it just to get it to this point. Awesome. And then as far as bottling and then turning it into, like, the... This is the salve. This is a salve, right? Mm-hmm. That's a salve, yes. So do they turn it into the salve, or they give you whatever's extracted and say, here's your extraction, you do... Here's your large Well, they could have did, did that, and we do it. We do all this, but they did all no, this for they made all... They manufactured um, all of that, so they made it into the oil, they made it into the salve. Okay. Um, more we testing? To, we have to, they have to test it a couple more times it's a little more money to make it into sap of course test everything to make sure you're legal (laughs) and everything still staying in the ranges you know so there was still a lot to do yeah with this Uh, it took a lot to get to this point it did it really did and it's gorgeous thank you we're gonna post pictures and so how did you come up with the name nuevo medico because that's we didn't know what to name it. My yeah. brother Roman, he's a musician, and so he's just really good at things like that. And he came up with it, and then because it was taking us a really long time okay. to come up with the concept, because I was looking at different CBD brands online, and they were all kind of following the same suit of 
going after like real calming vibes and right. I mean okay that's great I'm sure that works but for us you know we've always been like New Mexico pride Absolutely. and we love it here and this is our thing you know our family's been in green chili for like a hundred years so we're like really prideful of New Mexico so then when he came up with the name Nuevo Medico we're it like did. okay it, that was so that's it totally, like locks in makes sense <laughs> that yeah. did so that like, did okay, we need red and yellow packaging love it uh, Sean Wells she's a local artist here pretty well known um, I called her up because she's kind of known for her style like Spanish style New yeah. Mexican style she's the one that did all the labels love and it. our okay. logos and so once we had the name it all came together but it actually took us I don't know like we've, a year to come up with the for a name while. Trying to, oh, just so to get a name. So as trying to grow plants and trying to hand water plants and trying to do this, you're like, so how but what are we going to call it at the end? Exactly. Right. What was the timeline yeah. from, like, this conversation that you two had that says, hey, let's get into, like, hemp and CBD to then now the... We're almost two years. About huh? two years. Close wow. to two years yeah. now. Wow. It would have been early spring of, uh, of 2019 then. Yeah, because well, we're almost two years, early 2019, and we're almost 2021, so, so we're close to, yeah, probably 20 months at least right now. But he'd been advocating for the legalization of hemp for a while for as longer. well, so I mean, it's okay. really been a labor of love for yeah. years, I guess. Two, over well, two years. Over two years. Okay. And I never really thought of any of this because, you know, working for a national laboratory and <laughs> I, you know, we'd have random, drug tests, for 30 years we'd have random <laughs> tests, so I would never, you know, try like anything or thought about. Yeah, okay, until you retired and thought, well, what am I going to do with my time? The, I can imagine. Then I'm talking to a lot yep. of different people. They're all getting interested too. Sure. Friends of mine, and I said, yeah, shoot, I, let's look into it. You know, people that are the leaders here in the state for the hemp. Yeah. I was talking with them in Santa Fe and different places. We all been talking. Sure. And I thought, man, it's a good time if they're opening it up for to legalize hemp. Let's go for it. But it also helps with the agriculture and getting it people does. interested in right. New Mexico and, and keeping these family farms for working. Functional <laughs> and working. Yes. Um, or working. <laughs> but keeps, keeps you guys um, reinventing yourselves mm. to continue to be part of the fabric that is New Mexico, keeping yeah. families um, working the land. Here in New Mexico, Absolutely. not leaving, not saying, yeah. oh, we got to close up the farm because we just we got to move it to another state. No, we're, we're from here. Oh, yeah. My dad actually just passed away several months ago, and you know, we're wanting to keep this whole farm thing, like yeah. you're saying, going, you know, for the kids to be doing if they want, if they're interested, there's something they can do, Absolutely. you know, and, in, and in farming. Keeping, keeping that legacy of right. your family doing something, and so that reinvention piece, we talk a lot mm -hmm. about that, that sometimes, and, and you and I have done that too, is reinvent yourselves. And give yourself goals and challenges. Mm. And as you talk mm -hmm. about these two years of investing blood, sweat, tears, yeah. time, money, all of the things into creating something, that must be really um, fulfilling to then see your product. Yeah, it feels, it feels good. Yeah. yeah. And almost like having you know five kids and raising them <laughs> to fruition. How I did it, I don't know. But yeah. Without CBD, 
I don't know how I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, know. I don't know how I did it. All those gray hairs are from us, I'm pretty sure. And my other son would probably get involved too. He actually works for the UN in Vienna, Austria. Oh, wow. Well, he won't get involved anytime soon. Not anytime but soon, but maybe he will eventually the join us. Exactly. Exactly. And, and join us also, yeah. So you just, just what, two weeks ago? I'm not good with space and time. It's not my thing. It's not. Um, it's not. I'm like, two minutes ago. And it's like, no, that was two years ago. I'm huh? like, oh, I don't know. Um, so just two <laughs> weeks ago, you started, or four weeks ago? Something very soon you just launched. Let's ask a question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so um, we did the product reveal, I think, about a month ago where we unveiled the packaging and what we were going to be offering. And I think it might have actually been two weeks ago today mm -hmm. that we started opening up the online sales. And we've had a really good response. Um, we have had some wholesale orders. We've had um, orders online as so well. So what is the website? So the website is uh, nuevomedico.com. All one word? All one word. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you can find us on Instagram. We post, I don't know, like every day, She's every couple days. And it's this content is important. It's very important <laughs> at Nuevo Medico CBD and it's okay. the same on Facebook as well. And awesome. you can also find me on Instagram at Ashley Wagner 505. All I've been doing is posting CBD these days. Yeah. So either way you go, you'll find okay. it. Gotcha. Okay, and so you can buy directly from the website. Yes. Um, and then you said there are some wholesale distributors who are who are putting it in their shops. Yes. Okay. Um, right now we are working on that, and we have a couple um, already. So we're working on a marketing strategy with them to release them as you know um, authorized vendors, and so awesome. we're going to do some marketing around that as well. A okay. company in Santa Fe that is the one distributor. Okay. That will marketed for us there. we'll start revealing that more um yeah so instagram or online is the best way to find us for now so Very for cool. now website instagram facebook and so oil. you're yes. again it's legal to buy you yes. can mail it Within the state, I don't know how Yes, we use the um, the postal service. We can mail it to. It's legal in all fifty states, but there are some restrictions that we're being mindful of. So there's a couple states that we won't mail it to. I think maybe like North Dakota is one of them. There's just a handful. Mm, um, but we are offering free shipping over. Awesome. Uh, $23, and if you guys Why use... Why $23? <laughs> Just <laughs> because, out of the air, huh? Because these salves are $23. Okay, gotcha. So if you buy a salve, you get, a you free get free shipping. shipping. If okay. you buy a mask, you're not going to get free shipping. Okay. So, yeah. But we definitely, they have some cool okay. Nuevo Medical We started masks. with these oh, yeah, masks. That's awesome. Because the world wears masks. Uh, which exactly. is weird. <laughs> and actually, we have tried to keep this as local as humanly possible from the growing to the manufacturing to the label design. Um, even local New Mexico band, uh, Severo y Grupo Fuego, they're the ones providing our merchandise. Very so, cool. yeah, they're a New Mexico band and they're obviously not doing events right now, yeah. of course, because of COVID. So they have pivoted into selling masks. So I Very hit cool. them up and I said, hey, we want to order some wholesale. That's so. Nice. Keeping it in so, the state as much as possible. Absolutely. So some of the products then, so we have the salve and then we have the oil. oil. And yes. Is, are there other products right now or are there other products that you're thinking of? 
So we have the 1,000 milligram oil and we have the 300 milligram oil. Each drop, um, each dropper bottle is a 30 day supply. Okay. And then we have the salve. It's 400 milligrams for the two ounce jar or 80 milligrams for like these little mini deodorant roll-ons. And you can either get it with like slight hint of cooling sensation on your skin or like fragrance free. Or yeah, yeah, it's just like some uh, like a minty fragrance and it's just real light because we know okay. that some people are very sensitive. I'm sure. one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can get it fragrance free or with just a hint of cooling. And then we have the mask and we're getting t-shirts coming in at middle of the month very as well. Very cool. Um, so yeah. Quickly, we're going to run out of time. Okay. So I, def- I have a couple questions. Yes. Okay. Um, so you guys have used the flower to create these things. Um, now we also know that like hemp, you can use it for fabric and rope and different things. Are you going to branch out into that or is this kind of your main focus? It's possible. Okay. We might, you know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I've gone to a big conference in Colorado that they had last year, and uh, I saw the different hemp products mm-hmm. that could be made. Uh, yeah. It was, they had like 20,000 people at a conference there last year, and you can make anything clothing, mm-hmm. just uh, I saw building hemp materials. <laughs> I, right? I saw you everything. Really like, yes, yeah. building materials, paper. Yep. Paper, everything. Mm-hmm. So there's so many possibilities. Who knows so what we might do? So I'm just going to request that you make a reusable bag because I'm a huge environmentalist and I love reusable bags. So oh. I would love a Nuevo Medico bag. Oh, oh that's a good idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, mean, I think they're awesome and, and certainly, you know, the, the mayor has backed off on reusable bags, but we're going to get back there right? Yeah. and we're going to need them. So... When and if you let me know, and I will wrap Whoa. Nuevo Medico on a bag. Okay. Absolutely. That That's a great good. idea. Thank you. <laughs> I like sure, it. Sure, no problem. Um, do you have any questions before we close? Um, and no, I asked them. I asked all of them. And then we're going to stop, and then I'm going to have five more. And then oh. I'm going to message Ashley. <laughs> and feel free to do that, yes. So NuevoMedico.com, if you want to order directly, anything over $23, and you get free shipping. Mm -hmm. Um, We have masks that have Nuevo Medico on them. They're so cute. Um, And so so we definitely... Go ahead. Oh, and if you use code NUEVO at checkout, N-U-E-V-O, you get 15% off your order. Wow. Perfect. That's amazing. So we will make sure to put all of those things in our hashtags for uh, X to the Zenial. Any final words, thoughts, anything? No, no. Uh, just thank you for uh, having us on today. Yeah, Appreciate you. it. Thank you for being on today. Well, thank we you. love kind of sharing New Mexico things. We love being from New Mexico and, and letting people know that we are actually New Mexico. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. If you have any questions, if you want to um, come on the podcast, if you want us to talk about anything specific, it's the letter X, the number two, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L at gmail.com. You can find us at X to the Zenial underscore podcast on Instagram. And you can also follow my Facebook, the Luna X2. You can contact us there. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Thank you.